Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Nonsensical Lounge. Uh, this is your host, uh, Oni, and I'm here with my co-host, Holger. And uh, yeah, this is the very first episode here. Um, I guess we'll just get right into it. Uh, I uh, am from the Northwest, born and raised. Myself and Holger here uh, met in probably, what was it, seventh grade? Um, uh, around there, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I, I left for Everett in November of that year. So probably somewhere around then. Um, since then, uh, I've been through a, the automotive industry extensively. Um, I worked for Toyota for a while. Uh, I did... Let's see, I did probably about a year of uh, auto detailing, like mobile detailing. Um, and then I went to go work for Boeing. That didn't work out too great. Almost got my eye melted out by some hydraulic fluid. And uh, currently I'm in the process of getting my uh, Nevada State insurance license uh, to work for uh, Aflac. Um and yeah, we're just uh, doing a podcast here. Myself, Holger here. Um, we're going to have two other people on the podcast, Red and Lily, normally speaking, but they're off doing something right now. Um, yeah, uh, I, I got a YouTube channel, Onikai. Um, and then uh, I, I think it's time to pass it off to my co-host here. Yo, what up? Uh, I am also... Uh, from Washington, specifically Everett. Uh, I have spent the last few years mostly doing, uh, at first it was construction, but then I went into the Job Corps, uh, got my high school diploma and GED there. Now I'm hoping to do something. I don't know what yet, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, now I'm down here with, uh, this man over here and yeah. And not much else. Yeah, I mean, um, we're just a bunch of broke idiots looking to put our opinions online. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, we should just get right into it, huh? Um, so, guess, yeah. so the uh, Congress holding a hearing next week on uh, UAPs and UFOs. That's going to be fucking interesting. Um, yeah, so I, I guess... I think I remember you mentioning that, yeah. Yeah, um, they ended up proposing some legislation to essentially, um, if it gets passed, uh, release any sort of information on UAP, UFO, any sort of uh, information on extraterrestrial technology or um, any sort of pilots or drones or anything recovered. Uh, and it's, it doesn't only pertain to the, the government is what I'm hearing. Uh, supposedly there's a, a section within the proposed bill that states that any private entities as well. So any companies that have learned of anything within the United States, it's honestly, I, I can't wait to hear about it. Cause I just call me a conspiracy theorist, but like I, for ages, I've wanted the little green men to exist. Uh, oh, but man, it's it's no longer popular among conspiracy theorists. Yeah, it's the the government acknowledged it. We can't. It's like 
it's like back in school like oh uh, the the girls want to hang out now it's not cool anymore yeah <laughs> fucking christ <laughs> yeah honestly that's gonna be wild though i wonder what types of like videos and things we're gonna get i i don't know if we're really gonna get anything about like bodies or whatever because uh there is a a clause within the the bill that states that uh it can be submitted for review to congress before release and they can decide whether it's safe to release or not so i doubt we're gonna get anything like too crazy but i'm sure we're gonna get some interesting videos and whatnot yeah hopefully yeah uh, yeah yeah hopefully Uh, or it's it's all just our goddamn vehicles that we've made up in secret yeah it just turns out the fucking air force has been flying around tic tacs god damn oh lord yeah and um for anyone that that doesn't know if you've been living under a rock for a while um this is all kind of spurred about from um former u.s air force uh intelligence officer david grush he came forth uh to i believe it was news nation and uh stated that uh some colleagues came forth and told him about a an extensive aircraft retrieval program um, involving UAPs and UFOs and possible dead pilots. Um, he then went forward to Congress and supposedly brought some documents to them, and uh, those have been under review for the past couple weeks. And I guess next week they're supposed to have a hearing about releasing said info if there is any. Uh, so yeah, that's just kind of what's been going on with it. Um, and I'm sure many of you probably remember the, uh, the videos that came out from the U.S. Navy a couple years ago, um, where they stated that, uh, the aircraft in the video, uh, are unidentified and whatnot, so the buzz has been kind of heating up. Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, debates over... I got an article pulled up here that I'm just looking through. Senate Intelligence Community. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, and I remember hearing that um, there were a couple unidentified whistleblowers that came forward that are still under protection. So, it could possibly be uh, the colleagues that he was talking about, which would be cool. That sounds about right. Yeah, um... Yeah, there isn't a whole lot to talk about right now because they've been pretty radio silent because, you know, they have to be because whistleblower laws and whatnot. Um, anyways, uh, if you want to segue into a topic, my dude. Uh, well, in that case, uh, music. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I started out liking just sort of anything uh ended up personally getting into rap during my high school years and stuff and now uh i'm a full-blown metalhead have been for a while yeah it's weird how like your taste constantly changed like that and, and recently it's moved on to electronic stuff sort of 
Yeah, for me, I've noticed it kind of follows my mood through um, cycles. Like, uh, way earlier on, um, I was just into, like, pop music or whatever because, you know, that's what was around. That's what my sister listened to and um, and what was on just, like, in the radio in the car way back when I was, like, 10 or something, right? Um, and then I got my hands on, like, an iPod. And, uh, I started to get into, like, rock music and stuff, um, and then my step-siblings, uh, kind of brought on the idea of, like, hip-hop and whatnot with, uh, my stepsister listening to a lot of Eminem and Mac Miller and, um, even, uh, God, what the hell was his name, Chief Keef, uh, you know, just a bunch of different people. Uh, I remember going hard to fucking MGK's song, Wild Boy. Just singing every word. Um, but yeah, later on, I kind of I, I kind of developed mostly into hip hop through middle school and high school. Um, just to kind of, I guess, it's hard to explain. It's like relating to music that is at least somewhat similar to what you're going through, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I get that, man. Yeah, and then we had that weird, like, super conservative phase in high school, and I just started listening to country music. <laughs> so, yeah, I just have a random you, country playlist you had now. That phase. You, you had that phase. You. Let's be specific here. Hey, you had it some, too. I, I had it slightly, but, like, I, I just appreciated country music occasionally. I never got into it like you did. Yeah, I still have a whole playlist to this day. Um, but yeah, and then I think it's partway through uh, high school, you got me into like metal music as well. Uh, and I, uh, I think it was high school or a little bit after, yeah. I th- think I think it was uh, when was that? I think it was right around when I went to the HU concert. So I think it was like junior year, I think. I started getting into like metal music. And so now I mostly listen to like like rock, metal, and like hip hop. Um, I do just kind of listen to literally like everything though. Like, do you remember when we were in my basement and we started listening to like Joji and shit? And we're, <laughs> we're like, oh my oh, god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um,. It was honestly here. Let me actually turn on some music. Speaking of music, some background. There we go. Um, but yeah, we were like so into it, and then I think it was me that found out. I was like, "This is filthy, Frank. What the fuck?" <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, that was that was great. Speaking of just evolution as a whole, creative evolution is kind of interesting. Like, YouTubers turning into, like, music artists and whatnot, and just branching out. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And then, uh, I've been watching a lot of the goons lately, you know, McNasty's doing his own music, Soup's got his own music, um, I think I vaguely heard that Blark may be debating on doing something, and obviously Do has his own stuff. Wait, 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 wait. McNasty has his own music now? Yeah. He has like a metal oh, band. Oh shit! 
that sounds perfectly right actually yeah yeah and then he has like like a dubstep single as well i still remember the day uh i can't remember if it was his intro or outro changed and i realized it was the perfect shit for him because <laughs> it was fucking uh oh what the fuck are they called some fucking super funny gay metal band their entire point is to be as gay as humanly possible are you talking about bro job yeah bro job oh my god they're great they had like a i think it was like a outro or intro from him and it, it matched so well so hearing he got into metal it sounds about right yeah and then dude the vocals are actually kind of sick not gonna lie um oh, okay i'll make but, sure to uh, check it out yeah, I think it's End of an Era. Um, I can't remember exactly how to spell it. But um, I guess they, like, ran into Brojob on a tour and shit. Um, at least, like, Soup did. And um, they got a chance to, like, play together and stuff. That was sick. He, like, ran the RV into their trailer. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Oh. Yeah, no... Um... Yeah, no, just creative, um, creative evolution in general is really cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, not even, like, branching into other mediums, just, like, over time, you know, for instance, you know, Felix with PewDiePie, um, going from making you know, amnesia videos in his, like, dining room with, like, a shitty webcam to just vlogging, exploring Japan and everything and, like, having a kid and all that. It's, uh, been interesting to see how your childhood, um, childhood, like, idol figures grow up as well. Like, even though they're kind of depersonalized, yeah. being on a screen, like, you kind of have to realize that they're people as well, and they grow as well. Like, like some dude's a middle-aged man now. Definitely, some of them definitely grow better than others. Uh, yeah, some of them kind of disappear. Some of them turn into pedophiles. Ooh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> looking at you, mini lad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Christ, dude. Oh, God. You, uh, you got any, um, like, old YouTube, uh, I guess, like, YouTube stars from, like, your childhood that you still watch? That I still watch? Yeah, no. Uh, no. No, not at all. Uh, I think there used to be a couple, but I, I've mostly moved on from, like, my young childhood YouTubers I watched. Uh, I mean, I guess technically you can include the Yogg's cast, but that's not actually watching the original Yogg's cast members. It's watching people who have joined Yogg's cast throughout the years. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like me watching, like, Smosh, you know? <laughs> just yeah. a lot of it's, like... You know, I know Anthony just came back to Smosh, which is another cool topic. Fucking awesome that they were able to do that. Um, I have to agree. I did used to watch Smosh when I was younger, and that that was really nice to hear. I had never even knew they split up, if I'm being honest, uh, until like way later. But yeah, hearing that, you know, it, it was kind of nice. 
Yeah, Anthony split to do his own thing, and then um, Rhett and Link picked it up and bought the company. Um, you know, Good Mythical Morning and all that. Um, and if I remember correctly, that's why he left. Because the company was uh, being really stupid. I mean, it no, it was... It was Defy that was being shit, the company that he sold it to. They gave it to him for stock, right? And then that company went under, so his stock was valueless. He basically gave them the company for free by accident. And so he was like, fuck this, I'm just going to leave, right? You know, partway. I think he left like a year or something before it went down. Um, And then it went down, Rent and Link picked it up so Ian could continue running the company. And then eventually, over the years, Ian and Anthony became friends again, and then they proposed the idea to Rhett and Link, and they're like, fuck yeah, let's go. Um, yeah. yeah, it was, um, it's good seeing them back. A lot. Yeah, that sounds like a more interesting thing than I even realized. Granted, mm-hmm. I didn't really look too hard into it, but yeah. Yeah, um, I think it was like, like six or seven years that Anthony was gone. But, uh, seeing the back after watching some of their uh, newer videos, it feels like everyone just has that energy, and it's it's awesome to see, you know, uh, an, an old school channel still thriving, even after being thrown through hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not many can say that. Uh, one can, and that's PewDiePie. Uh, but not oh yeah, for sure. That. that motherfucker is like, literally like the Terminator of YouTube. <laughs> There's been so many times where they tried to cancel him. No, um, no, I still watch the big three sometimes. Mark, Jack, and Pews. Um, yeah. Markiplier, oh. not quite as much. I watch his collab videos with like Ethan and stuff. Um, Jack, I still watch, like, his Try Not To Laugh stuff and everything. Pewds, I watch the most, just because he makes, like, general just life stuff for the most part now. Yeah. I don't really watch any recently, I I will admit, but, uh, if the one I did have watched the most, if I had to say, would definitely be PewDiePie. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about him that just seems chill and easy to relate to um yeah uh anyways uh you mentioned earlier that you were working on some type of uh tabletop or something oh yeah uh so i'm a huge fan of warhammer warhammer 40k warhammer fantasy all that stuff uh and because i didn't really like a lot of the systems they're they're not bad but i'm just not the biggest fan and i know i i I might be able to do something better so i started working on a uh, warhammer 40k tabletop rpg thing recently it's still like it's very early stages not even remotely halfway or even i'd say even a quarter done but yeah you know it's it's been uh pretty fun working on it for the last while yeah i mean Uh, like if you think about it, like, once you do have it at least most of the way fleshed out, we could probably do, like, play it on the fucking podcast or something. <laughs> Make an episode out of it. <laughs> Maybe. I uh, can't say I'm the best DM ever, but one of my friends, uh, and actually one of our friends, a uh, good, cool guy, uh, not gonna say his name, but 
a certain ginger, you you definitely know him. We'll um, just say applesauce because that's part of a yeah. a nickname. Uh, he is the one who suggested I make it because he knows I know way too much lore on Warhammer, like far too much. And he knows if I was to run like a 40k thing, it'd be really good because I know fucking everything about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If I could say one thing about you, is that you're a fucking 40k nerd. Fucking Christ, Gabe. Um, yeah. Crazy emperor. But yeah, no, definitely, um, definitely flush it out, and um, we'll see if we can make like a podcast episode out of it or something, or maybe even a main channel um, episode. Um, I know one of these days when I start getting models, we should definitely like um, if if we've done more live action, maybe actually have a nice area to do it in, like start painting and shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's one thing we were talking about uh, the other day is. Uh, doing like models like painting models and stuff together because yeah i'm into the whole automotive thing and you're into um warhammer and you know i know they're not exactly the same but painting models things like that um i was looking at buying like an abrams tank model as well as um there was an iowa class battleship model that i wanted to do as well um yeah i uh, i plan on getting uh just if, if anyone here knows Warhammer, I plan on getting some Imperial Guard, so Tempestus Scions, I wanna possibly, if I can, just get some standard Guardsmen. The last time I checked, they were sold out online. I don't know if there's any game stores nearby, but if there is, they might have some. I think there is, actually. And I definitely wanna... Oh, okay. And I definitely wanna get a Bane Blade. I don't care what type of Bane Blade, I just want a Bane Blade. <laughs> Fucking Big fuck-off tank. Big fuck off tank. I want an Abrams, okay? I want a giant Abrams. <laughs> That's understandable. Fucking understandable. I want M1A2 with reactive armor. Let's go. I want a Bane Blade with a nuclear shell in it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, uh, uh, if I remember correctly, it's, it, it's so over the top, that universe. If I remember correctly... One of the weaponry on one of the types of Bane Blades has like a uh, almost mini nuke kind of shell. So it creates a giant fuck off explosion whenever it actually does fire and hits something. Fucking insane. Everything about the 40k universe that I have heard, and which I don't know much, but it's just the biggest, most fuck off overkill universe. It's kind of fucking insane. It's great. And the best part, it's not even really sci-fi. It's just straight up fantasy in space. Yeah, fucking Christ, fantasy in space. Like the only thing I've I've gotten into that's even semi close to that is Halo and that's still not even close. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Let's just say, so Halo gets demons. Uh, it yeah. can't be counted exactly as a fantasy in space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say, Halo is far more scary than Warhammer in certain ways. Particularly 2, I'd say. I think the... Just because they're more fleshed out, the Forerunners are much more scary than anything Warhammer has had. Uh, I will say the old ones and the old Necrons and stuff, yeah, they're really scary, but they're just not 
fleshed out enough for me to understand just how powerful they are. But Forerunners were really fleshed out, so I know a lot, and they are fucking scary. The second yeah. thing is the Flood. Now, if the Flood are even given, like, a month, I'd say, to build up, they win. They just, nothing can beat them after that point. Not yeah. unless you exterminate the planet they're on, and if they get off-planet, you're even more fucked. Yeah, and I think part of the the appeal for Halo for me is it's, like, just close enough to modern-day humanity that it's, like, properly relatable. Um, and the idea of humanity as a whole having to unite to fight some crazy-ass aliens is just properly cool to me. You know, especially, like, the, uh, the ODSTs going out there without any shields. Yeah. Yeah. I will say ODSTs are one of my favorite part of Halo too. They, they're fucking awesome. ODSTs are fucking awesome. Like straight up. I want to get the ODST shield on me somewhere. Like tattooed on me. Uh, That's understandable. Yeah. Um, as for the uh, tabletop, rounding it back here. Um, what are you actually planning to do different? Other than, you know, just make it themed differently. Uh, different, I don't really know. Uh, at this moment, anyways. The main color scheme I want to go for, uh, for now, with the, you know, actual official models, is probably just the standard Cadian, uh, which is green and tan, uh, kind of coloration for their stuff. Uh, but later... If, if I can somehow find proper models to use for uh, stand-ins, I'm making a whole uh, either Deathcore army, Deathcore of the Creek. Uh, they're fucking awesome. They're just gas masks, World War One, World War Two vibes, French warfare, uh, artillery out the ass. I feel like that'd be fun. Or... I want to go with the Vostrolian Firstborn, which is a really fun topic that I might get into in the future about their background and stuff, but that's not the point. They have this really cool kind of like old czar kind of look, uh, very like retro futuristic steampunky type shit. I don't, yeah, it's, it's just cool looking when you see him. Uh, possibly, if I can find models, probably unofficial, getting an army of them. Yeah, yeah, um, you mentioned, uh, when we were talking the other day about, like, some different, like, dice rolls or something that you were talking about, um, with, like, overpen and other ideas, uh, I don't know if you uh, want to go in depth oh, on that oh. or with the with the actual tabletop game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I plan on uh, uh, this is all experimental. I haven't uh, done anything with it yet. Currently, I've been writing some stuff down, thinking of ideas. I plan on possibly making it to where, depending on certain roles and shit you get, like let's say because I plan on having an armor system in place. Uh, not only do they have to go through the natural standard AC that you see in most D&D like things, that's what this is and it's mainly D&D based uh, 
but after you manage to actually hit the target that you're going for, uh, depending on where you hit, and you can choose individual limbs if you want, or you can just choose center mass. Although the limbs come with different disadvantages uh, if you're trying to actually hit them specifically. Some limbs are much easier to hit than others. But let's say, for example, you hit someone in the arm. And let's say they have some decent armor there. And if you were to hit them, it would take off uh, however much the weapon. So how to explain this? I, I'm still trying to write it all down. There's like SP points, which are just kind of how long the armor can last under pressure and the actual HP that uh, damage it absorbs. So let's say it does 20 damage. The armor absorbs 10 and has five SP. It'll absorb 10 damage and the rest will go through to the health. Uh, and then however much SP damage the weapon causes, because the weapons will have different uh, SP damages, it will then take off that many points of the armor. And if the armor SP points hit zero, it'll no longer provide any protection. But then you have the other thing of rolling a nat 20. So nat 20s are still a critical hit in this. So I decided that if you do roll a nat 20, you completely avoid the enemy's armor uh, if you can, or you overpenetrate through it, just ruining the armor automatically, and you'll deal double damage like you usually do. Sounds pretty Stuff solid. Like that. Bit mm. hard to explain, but I plan on writing it all down to be actually a lot more understandable and stuff. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I'd definitely open up like a doc or something and just write everything down. Because from what I've heard about tabletop games like that, is there's a lot of like in-depth rules to go into. Well, currently, I actually have a thing for that. I have a whole uh, just DND uh, Discord for it. So all the rules, all the weapons, all the uh, every little thing that I make goes down in there. Hmm. I see. Yeah. Um, this, yeah. This armor system, actually, uh, funnily enough, is replacing an old armor system I had that was based off armor tiers versus weapon tiers. But I ended up not liking it because it uh, ended up taking too much time, I guess. Some players had a hard time understanding it. And I decided it might be best just to replace it with something a bit easier for people to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, uh, anyways. Um, yeah, I guess circling back to music because I uh, forgot to mention it. I actually have been debating on, and well, I guess I've been debating on for years now, um, making my own music. I tried to get into hip-hop first, um, and of course, mental health is a bitch, and I never actually released anything. Um, lately, I've actually been singing quite a bit, um, everything from like country music to just regular poppy stuff to, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I've just been singing, and it's weird, because, uh, I'm normally extremely self-conscious, but it just kind of disappeared out of nowhere, um, yeah. 
Um, as for other things going on in life, uh, been debating on uh, doubling down on the YouTube channel, uh, making more gaming content with different people. Obviously, uh, Lily and Red are going to be on the podcast uh, probably next episode. Um, been debating on doing weight loss surgery stuff as well, so there might be a bit of a hiatus yeah. probably six months from now, if that. Um, yeah, just been vibing. Um, debating on tattoos, more of them. I've currently got a feather on my arm right now. Yes, I want to be absolutely covered, Gabe, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. <laughs> I, I mean, I do too, to be fair. I just don't want to be as covered as you are in it. It all comes back to one tattoo I want. So all the tattoos I want, I plan on somehow possibly implementing it into one uh, really big tattoo, personally. Yeah. That includes that World Tree thing I mentioned for the, to you before. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned you wanted, like, the world tree on your back or something. Yeah, with a bunch of various worlds, uh, and each one in the world, like, has some other reference or image or something. I don't know, I'm still thinking about it. I haven't come up with a final design at all. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, and, uh, looking at buying a gun soon probably uh, uh 1911 cause thank god Nevada's an open carry state I don't need a CCW hell yeah um yeah. I know I definitely also uh probably need some type of sidearm yeah honestly um with how crazy the world's getting um speaking of fucking firearms uh perfect segue actually i didn't even mean to do that um the atf frames a receiver rule uh it's essentially aimed to uh regulate gun parts that fall within receivers requiring uh like serial numbers and whatnot to try and cut down on ghost guns um well the uh a Texas federal judge actually vacated that rule. Um, uh, trying to remember the exact specifics of everything. They essentially vacated it under the on the grounds that the ATF um, changed a definition set out by Congress, um, which in effect is a move only a legislative body can make. And the ATF is, um, they're only meant to enforce laws, not to legislate them. Um, so. God. Yeah, honestly. Thank God. Because it's always been completely legal to make your own firearms in the U.S. And the, uh, the specifics of the frames and receiver law would extremely cut down on that. And it would just be... My problem with a lot of the gun laws in the U.S. is, yes, gun crime exists um, in instances like school shootings and whatnot, but for a majority of the gun crime in the United States, it happens in a city that typically has more gun laws. It usually happens with handguns. 
and it usually happens with unregistered firearms. Because when you think about it, a criminal isn't going to want a registered firearm. It's easily tracked to them. Um, sure, cracking down on like gangs and drug dealers and whatnot will absolutely help. But a lot of the legislation makes it extremely hard for like gun shops and whatnot to, to reasonably exist. Uh, yeah, for instance, in here it states that the the maximum uh, period for record keeping was initially supposed to be 20 years and they wanted to um keep that rule in effect all the way in until um essentially lifetime like indefinitely they have to keep those records um which is extremely difficult to uh store that many records of that many guns when you think about in some areas, the average person coming into a gun shop is going to own three, four, five, six guns per person. Um, I just don't really think it's the way to go. Uh, personally, yeah. the way to go, honestly, to me is uh, cracking down on gangs and whatnot. Fund up the gang units. Um, you know, take out the drug dealers, things like that. Uh, if you yeah. want to solve the school problem, that's a whole nother goddamn issue entirely. You gotta yeah. actually make a goddamn difference in how people feel about school. Yeah, that, to me, that issue comes down to a lot of educational system reform. The education system right now is just not good. Um, it's just... It's made to suck the individuality out of each kid that's there. And it's just a dirty, toxic place. <clears throat> Especially, like, I know Everett was bad, but I'm sure you got the worst of it over at Mariner. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Don't even get me started. I despise that place. Anyone who genuinely thinks that school isn't a ghetto piece of shit is either high off their mind or paid off. Yeah, no. Um, I can tell you definitely that going to Everett, I would have rather had something on me on me to protect me. I know that guns aren't necessarily allowed in school zones, and I'm not saying that they should be, but, um, you know, like a taser or something. Like, there was one... At one point, uh, I was walking back with... Um, like two friends of mine from the uh, the Wendy's down the road at uh, lunch, and someone purposely, uh, a high school football student, purposely tried to run me down with their van for no fucking reason. Filed a police report. Police did nothing, and um, kid got off scot free. So, you know, um, I mean, it sounds about right for today. That and that's another thing is um, corruption reform for police so they can perform more effectively. Um, yep. like if someone is nearly purposely ran down with a vehicle, you think you should at least say something about it. Like, uh, yeah, it's a whole, a whole issue. Um, I try to stay as moderate really as possible. Does also, it really also does Matt, depend on where you live. For example, I'm sure the police here in Elko would actually care a lot more, but 
uh, police in other places, no, they, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, and I think part of the issue is they're so swamped that they can't deal with certain things. Like, yeah, yeah, there was just so much it's shit happening ever, over it. It's only ever bigger places that have this problem. If you live in like a small town, the majority of the time, there are exceptions to this rule. The majority of the time, you aren't going to have all these big issues. Yeah, no, I think a lot of it just comes down to education reform because, like, sucking the individuality and creativity out of kids is just going to make them all bitter. And, you know, kids with generational trauma and whatnot end up fucking with some kid that can't take it and just so happens their parents own a gun or whatever and they don't keep it locked up. And that's just how this shit happens. You know, a lot of it's... Education, education, um, whether it be education reform or, um, you know, education on firearms and, uh, and then the mental aspect of things, treating that as well, um, before anyone gets a firearm, checking them mentally somehow. Um, and then, uh, just mentally checking up on kids rather than the, pitiful excuse for counselors that they have right now like i school counselors what have they been useful for like every time i've went nothing every time i've went it's just been them being like your grades are slipping what's happening and i'm like everything sucks and they're like oh okay (laughs) that's it (laughs) like yeah no it's just been a whole fucking thing anyways um yeah back to the the whole thing with uh, gun laws. Um, don't know why it's playing that. I'm pretty sure that's copyright. Uh, going to switch the music back over. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm all for common sense gun laws. Like, obviously, you shouldn't be able to just walk in and walk out with a gun without never touching any any gun in your life and no experience. And, you know, uh, you should have to, you know, at least have something mentally checked and make sure you're not like a felon. Um, but it is also an issue where in some states the they're attacking the wrong problems it's like oh you know ARs are killing all these people where handguns are 46% of uh, I think it was like 46% of you know violent crime whereas ARs Armalite rifles typically end up being about like 8% right um, yeah. just really attacking the wrong issues. I, I get your intent is good, but we really need to get to the root cause of everything. You know, issues with illegal guns coming into the country and um, guns with scrubbed uh, serial numbers and things. Uh, criminals, when you really think about it, criminals are not going to want to use a registered gun. And a gun that is registered with a legal owner, that legal owner is not going to want to sell to someone that they believe is a criminal. 
So it's much harder to get a legal gun than it is to get an illegal gun. You know. Um, yeah, no, I'm just all for common sense stuff. Yeah. Now, in, in Nevada, it's kind of, kind of interesting here where open carry is considered in plain view. So you can still have it holstered, but on the outside of your hip. As long as it's not on the inside of your waistband. Yeah, I think that's about the end of the show. Um, I don't think there's really much else I want to say. Is there anything else you're trying to say? Uh, well, technically I could have a couple more topics with the stuff in mind, yeah. Uh, not really. Yeah, okay. Well, um, I guess we shall see y'all probably about next week. Uh, we'll probably have Lily in red here. Maybe Jack will join. Who knows? Um, yeah. It just yeah. depends on who uh, we can get on, what guests we can get on, stuff like that. Yeah. It's really um, going to be people we know. Uh, unless we start, you know, getting bigger or something, we might invite smaller YouTubers, stuff like that. Yeah, invite the homeless guy from on the corner, you know? Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you next week. Welcome to the very first episode of the Nonsensical Lounge. Uh, this is your host, uh, Oni, and I'm here with my co-host, Holger. And uh, yeah, this is the very first episode here. Um, I guess we'll just get right into it. Uh, I uh, am from the Northwest, born and raised. Myself and Holger here uh, met in probably, was it, seventh grade? Um, uh, around there, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I I left for Everett in November of that year, so probably somewhere around then. Um, since then, uh, I've been through a, the automotive industry extensively. Um, I worked for Toyota for a while. Uh, I did. Let's see, I did probably about a year of uh, auto detailing, like mobile detailing. Um, and then I went to go work for Boeing. That didn't work out too great. Almost got my eye melted out by some hydraulic fluid. And uh, currently I'm in the process of getting my uh, Nevada State insurance license uh, to work for uh, Aflac. Um and yeah, we're just uh, doing a podcast here. Myself, Holger here. Um, we're going to have two other people on the podcast, Red and Lily, normally speaking, but they're off doing something right now. Um, yeah, uh, I, I got a YouTube channel, Onikai. Um, and then uh, I, I think it's time to pass it off to my co-host here. Yo, what up? Uh, I am also... Uh, from Washington, specifically Everett. Uh, I have spent the last few years mostly doing, uh, at first it was construction, but then I went into the job corps, uh, got my high school diploma and GED there. Now I'm hoping to do something. I don't know what yet, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, now I'm down here with, uh, 
and this man over here, and yeah, and not much else. Yeah, I mean, um, we're just a bunch of broke idiots looking to put our opinions online. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, we should just get right into it, huh? Um, so, guess, yeah. so the uh, Congress holding a hearing next week on uh, UAPs and UFOs. That's going to be fucking interesting. Um, yeah, so I, I guess... I think I remember you mentioning that, yeah. Yeah, um, they ended up proposing some legislation to essentially, um, if it gets passed... Uh, release any sort of information on UAP, UFO, any sort of uh, information on extraterrestrial technology or um, any sort of pilots or drones or anything recovered. Uh, and it's it doesn't only pertain to the, the government is what I'm hearing. Uh, supposedly there's a, a section within the proposed bill that states that any private entities as well, so any companies that have learned of anything within the United States, it's honestly, I I can't wait to hear about it because I just, call me a conspiracy theorist, but like I, for ages I've wanted the little green men to exist. Uh, it, oh, but man, it's it's no longer popular among conspiracy theorists. Yeah, it's the, the government acknowledged it. We can't, it's like, it's like back in school, like, oh, the the girls want to hang out now. It's not cool anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's going to be wild, though. I wonder what types of, like, videos and things we're going to get. I, I don't know if we're really going to get anything about, like, bodies or whatever. Because uh, there is a, a clause within the, the bill that states that uh, it can be submitted for review to Congress before release, and they can decide whether it's safe to release or not. So I doubt we're going to get anything, like, too crazy, but I, I'm sure we're going to get some interesting videos and whatnot. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully. That, or it's, it's all just our goddamn vehicles that we've made up in secret. Yeah, it just turns out the fucking Air Force has been flying around Tic Tacs. God damn. Oh lord. Yeah, and um for anyone that that doesn't know if you've been living under a rock for a while. Um this is all kind of spurred about from um former US Air Force uh intelligence officer David Grush. He came forth uh to I believe it was News Nation and uh stated that uh some colleagues came forth and told him about a an extensive aircraft retrieval program um, involving UAPs and UFOs and possible dead pilots. Um, he then went forward to Congress and supposedly brought some documents to them, and uh, those have been under review for the past couple weeks. And I guess next week they're supposed to have a hearing about releasing said info if there is any. Uh, so yeah, that's just kind of what's been going on with it. Um, and I'm sure many of you probably remember the, uh, the videos that came out from the U.S. Navy a couple of years ago, um, where they stated that, uh, the aircraft in the video, uh, are unidentified and whatnot, so the buzz has been kind of heating up. Let's see... 
Mm. Yeah, debates over. I got an article pulled up here that I'm just looking through. Senate Intelligence Community. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, and I remember hearing that um, there were a couple unidentified whistleblowers that came forward that are still under protection. So, it could possibly be the colleagues that he was talking about, which would be cool. That sounds about right. Yeah. um, Yeah, there isn't a whole lot to talk about right now because they've been pretty radio silent because, you know, they have to be because whistleblower laws and whatnot. Um, Anyways, uh, if you want to segue into a topic, my dude. Uh, Well... In that case, uh, music, uh, I don't know about you, but, uh, I started out liking just sort of anything, uh, ended up personally getting into rap during my high school years and stuff, and now, uh, I'm a full-blown metalhead, have been for a while. Yeah, it's weird how like your taste constantly changed like that. And, and recently, it's moved on to electronic stuff sort of. Yeah, for me, I've noticed it kind of follows my mood through um cycles. Like uh way earlier on, um I was just into like pop music or whatever cuz you know that's what was around, that's what my sister listened to and um and what was on just like in the radio in the car way back when I was like 10 or something, right? Um, and then I got my hands on like an iPod and uh, I started to get into like rock music and stuff. Um, and then my step siblings uh, kind of brought on the idea of like hip hop and whatnot with uh, my stepsister listening to a lot of Eminem and Mac Miller and. Um, even, uh, oh God, what the hell is his name? Chief Keef, uh, you know, just a bunch of different people. Uh, I remember going ho- hard to fucking MGK's song, Wild Boy, <laughs> just singing every word. Um, but yeah, later on, I kind of, I, I kind of developed mostly into hip hop through middle school and high school. Um, just to kind of, I guess, it's hard to explain. It's like relating to music that is at least somewhat similar to what you're going through, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I get that, man. Yeah, and then we had that weird, like, super conservative phase in high school, and I just started listening to country music. <laughs> so, yeah, I just have a random you, country you playlist now. You had that phase. You, you had that phase. You. Let's be specific here. Hey, you had it some too. I, I had it slightly, but like I, I just appreciated country music occasionally. I never got into it like you did. <laughs> yeah, I still have a whole playlist to this day. Um, but yeah, and then I think it's partway through uh, high school, you got me into like metal music as well. Uh, and. I can't... Uh, I think it was high school or a little bit after, yeah. I th- think... I think it was... Oh, when was that? 
I think it was right around when I went to the HU concert. So I think it was like junior year, I think. I started getting into like metal music. And so now I mostly listen to like like rock, metal, and like hip hop. Um, I do just kind of listen to literally like everything though. Like, do you remember when we were in my basement and we started listening to like Joji and shit? And we're, <laughs> we're like, oh my oh, god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it was honestly here. Let me actually turn on some music. Speaking of music, some background. There we go. Um, but yeah, we were like so into it. And then I think it was me that found out. I was like, this is filthy Frank. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, that was, that was great. Speaking of just evolution as a whole, creative evolution is kind of interesting. Like YouTubers turning into like music artists and whatnot and just branching out. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And then uh, I've been watching a lot of the goons lately. You know, McNasty's doing his own music. Soup's got his own music. Um, I think I vaguely heard that Blarg may be debating on doing something. And obviously, Dude has his own stuff. Wait, 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 wait. McNasty has his own music now? Yeah. He has like a metal oh, band. Oh, shit. That sounds perfectly right, actually, yeah. Yeah. And then he has like. Like a dubstep single as well. I still remember the day. Uh, I can't remember if it was his intro or outro changed. And I realized it was the perfect shit for him because <laughs> it was fucking, uh, oh, what the fuck are they called? Some fucking super funny gay metal band. Their entire point is to be as gay as humanly possible. Are you talking about Bro Job? Yeah, bro, job. Oh my god, they're great. They had like a, I think it was like a outro or intro from him, and it, it matched so well. So hearing he got into metal, it sounds about right. Yeah, and then, dude, the vocals are actually kind of sick. Not gonna lie. Um, oh, okay. I'll make but, sure to uh, check it out. Yeah, I think it's end of an era. Um, I can't remember exactly how to spell it, but, um, I guess they, like, ran into Bro Job on a tour and shit, um, at least, like, Soup did, and, um, they got a chance to, like, play together and stuff, that was sick. <laughs> he, like, ran the RV into their trailer. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, um, yeah, no, just creative, um, Creative evolution in general is really cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, not even, like, branching into other mediums. Just, like, over time, you know, for instance, you know, Felix with PewDiePie. Um, going from making, you know, amnesia videos in his, like, dining room with, like, a shitty webcam to just vlogging, exploring Japan and everything, and, like, having a kid and all that. It's, uh, been interesting to see how your childhood, um, childhood, like, idol figures grow up as well. Like, even though they're kind of depersonalized, yeah. being on a screen, like, you kind of have to realize that they're people as well, and they grow as well. Like, 
Like, dude's a middle-aged man now. Definitely, some of them definitely grow better than others. Uh, yeah, some of them kind of disappear. Some of them turn into pedophiles. Ooh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> looking at you, mini lad, um, <laughs> 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 fucking Christ, dude, oh, God, you, uh, you got any, um, like, old YouTube, uh, I guess, like, YouTube stars from, like, your childhood that you still watch? That I still watch? Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, no, no, not at all. Uh, there, I think there used to be a couple, but I, I've mostly moved on from, like, my young childhood YouTubers I watched. Uh, I mean, I guess technically you can include the Yogg's cast, but that's not actually watching the original Yogg's cast members. It's watching people who have joined Yogg's cast throughout the years. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like me watching, like, Smosh, you know? <laughs> just yeah. a lot of it's, like... You know, I know Anthony just came back to Smosh, which is another cool topic. Fucking awesome that they were able to do that. Um, I have to agree. I did used to watch Smosh when I was younger, and that that was really nice to hear. I had never even knew they split up, if I'm being honest, uh, until like way later. But yeah, hearing that, you know, it, it was kind of nice. Yeah, Anthony split to do his own thing, and then um, Rhett and Link picked it up and bought the company. Um, you know, Good Mythical Morning and all that. Um, and if I remember correctly, that's why he left because the company was uh being really stupid. I mean, it no, it was it was yeah. Defy that was being shit. The company they sold it to, they gave it to him for stock, right? And then that company went under, so his stock was valueless. He basically gave them the company for free by accident. Oh, and so he was like, "Fuck this! Sense. I'm just gonna leave," right? You know partway I think he left like a year or something before it went down um, and then it went down Rent and Link picked it up so Ian could continue running the company and then eventually over the years Ian and Anthony became friends again and then they proposed the idea to Rent and Link and they're like fuck yeah let's go um, yeah. yeah it was um, it's good seeing them back a lot yeah, that sounds like a more interesting thing than I even realized Granted, I didn't really look too hard into it, but yeah. Yeah, um, I think it was like like six or seven years that Anthony was gone. But uh, seeing the back after watching some of their uh, newer videos, it feels like everyone just has that energy, and it's it's awesome to see, you know, uh, an, an old school channel still thriving even after being thrown through hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not many can say that. Uh, one can, and that's PewDiePie. Uh, but not. Oh many yeah, for sure. That. that motherfucker is like, literally like the Terminator of YouTube. <laughs> There's been so many times where they tried to cancel him. No, um, oh, no. I still watch the big three sometimes. Mark, Jack, and Pews. Um, yeah. Markiplier, oh. not quite as much. I watch his collab videos with, like, Ethan and stuff. Um, Jack, I still watch, like, his Try Not To Laugh stuff and everything. Pewds, I watch the most, just because he makes, like, general just life stuff for the most part now. Yeah. I don't really watch any recently, I, I will admit. But uh, if the one I did have watched the most, if I had to say, would definitely be PewDiePie. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about him that just seems chill and easy to relate to. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, you mentioned that earlier that you were working on some type of uh, tabletop or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... I'm a huge fan of Warhammer, Warhammer 40k, Warhammer Fantasy, all that stuff. Uh, and because I didn't really like a lot of the systems, they're, they're not bad, but I'm just not the biggest fan and I know I, I, I might be able to do something better. So I started working on a uh, Warhammer 40k tabletop RPG thing recently. It's still like, it's very early stages, not even remotely halfway or even i'd say even a quarter done but yeah you know it's it's been uh pretty fun working on it for the last while yeah uh, i mean like if you think about it like once you do have it at least most of the way fleshed out we could probably do like play it on the fucking podcast or something <laughs> make an episode out of it <laughs> maybe uh can't say i'm the best dm ever but one of my friends, uh, and actually one of our friends, a uh, good, cool guy, uh, not gonna say his name, but a certain ginger, you you definitely know him. We'll um, just say Applesauce, because that's part of a, yeah. a nickname. Uh, he is the one who suggested I make it, because he knows I know way too much lore on Warhammer, like far too much and he knows if i was to run like a 40k thing it'd be really good because i know fucking everything about it yeah yeah definitely if i could say one thing about you is that you're a fucking 40k nerd fucking christ gabe um yeah. crazy emperor but yeah no definitely um definitely flush it out and um we'll see if we can make like a podcast episode out of it or something or maybe even a main channel yep. episode um, I know one of these days when I start getting models, we should definitely like um, if if we've done more live action, maybe actually have a nice area to do it in, like start painting and shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's one thing we were talking about uh, the other day is uh, doing like models, like painting models and stuff together. Because yeah, I'm into the whole automotive thing, and you're into uh, Warhammer, and you know, I know they're not exactly the no. same, but painting models things like that um i was looking at buying like an abrams tank model as well as um there was an iowa class battleship model that i wanted to do as well um yeah i uh, i plan on getting uh just if if anyone here knows warhammer i plan on getting some imperial guard so tempestus scions i wanna possibly if i can just get some standard guardsmen the last time I checked, they were sold out online. I don't know if there's any game stores nearby, but if there is, they might have some. I think there is, actually. And I definitely want to... Oh, okay. And I definitely want to get a Bane Blade. I don't care what type of Bane Blade. I just want a Bane Blade. <laughs> Fucking Big fuck-off tank. Big fuck-off tank. I want an Abrams, okay? I want a giant Abrams. <laughs> That's understandable. Fucking understandable. I want... M1A2 with reactive armor. Let's go. I want a Bane Blade with a nuclear shell in it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck uh, it. If I remember correctly, it's it, 
it's so over the top that universe if i remember correctly one of the weaponry on one of the types of bane blades has like a uh almost mini nuke kind of shell so it creates a giant fuck off explosion whenever it actually does fire and hits something fucking insane everything about the 40k universe that i have heard and which i don't know much but it's just the biggest most fuck off overkill universe it's kind of fucking insane it's great and the best part it's not even really sci-fi it's just straight up fantasy in space yeah fucking christ fantasy in space like the only thing i've i've gotten into that's even semi close to that is halo and that's still not even close yeah no yeah uh <laughs> let's just say so halo gets demons uh it yeah. can't be counted exactly as a uh, fantasy in space yeah yeah um but i will say halo is far more scary than warhammer in certain ways particularly two i'd say i think the just because they're more fleshed out the forerunners are much more scary than anything warhammer has had uh, i will say the old ones and the old necrons and stuff yeah they're really scary but they're just not fleshed out enough for me to understand just how powerful they are but forerunners were really fleshed out so i know a lot and they are fucking scary and the second yeah. thing is the flood now if the flood are even given like a month i'd say to build up they win they just nothing could beat them after that point yeah. unless you exterminate the planet they're on and if they get off planet you're even more fucked yeah and i think part of the the appeal for halo for me is it's like just close enough to modern day humanity that it's like properly relatable um and the idea of humanity as a whole having to unite to fight some crazy ass aliens is just properly cool to me you know especially like the uh the odsts going out there without any shields yeah yeah i will say odsts are one of my favorite part of halo too they're fucking awesome odsts are fucking awesome like, straight up. I want to get the ODST shield on me somewhere. Like, tattooed on me. Uh, That's understandable. Yeah. Um, as for the uh, tabletop, rounding it back here. Um, what are you actually planning to do different? Other than, you know, just make it themed differently. Uh, different? I don't really know. Uh, at this moment anyways the main color scheme i want to go for uh for now with the you know actual official models is probably just the standard cadian uh which is green and tan uh kind of coloration for their stuff uh but later if if i can somehow find proper models to use for uh stand-ins plan on making a whole uh, either death core army death corps of creek uh, they're fucking awesome. They're just gas masks, World War One, World War Two vibes, French warfare, uh, artillery out the ass. I feel like that'd be fun. Or I want to go with the Vostrolian Firstborn, which is 
a really fun topic that I might get into in the future about their background and stuff. But that's not the point. They have this really cool kind of like old czar kind of look. Uh, very like retro futuristic steampunky type shit. I don't. Yeah, it's it's just cool looking when you see him. I uh, play him possibly if I can find models. Probably unofficial. Getting an army of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, when we were talking the other day about like some different like dice rolls or something that you were talking about. Um, with like overpen and other ideas. Uh, I don't know if you uh, want to go in depth oh, on that oh. or with the with the actual tabletop game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I plan on. Uh... Uh, this is all experimental. I haven't uh, done anything with it yet. Currently, I've been writing some stuff down, thinking of ideas. I plan on possibly making it to where, depending on certain roles and shit you get, like, let's say, because I plan on having an armor system in place, uh, not only do they have to go through the natural standard AC that you see in most D&D-like things, that's what this is, and it's mainly D&D based. Uh, but after you manage to actually hit the target that you're going for, uh, depending on where you hit, and you can choose individual limbs if you want, or you can just choose center mass. Although the limbs come with different disadvantages uh, if you're trying to actually hit them specifically. Some limbs are much easier to hit than others. But let's say for example you hit someone in the arm and let's say they have some decent armor there and if you were to hit them it would take off uh however much the weapon so how to explain this i i'm still trying to write it all down there's like sp points which are just kind of how long the armor can last under pressure and the actual hp that uh damage it absorbs so let's say it does 20 damage, the armor absorbs 10 and has 5 SP. It'll absorb 10 damage and the rest will go through to the health. Uh, and then however much SP damage the weapon causes, because the weapons will have different uh, SP damages, it will then take off that many points of the armor. And if the armor SP points hit zero, it'll no longer provide any protection. But then you have the other thing of rolling a nat 20. So nat 20s are still a critical hit in this. So I decided that if you do roll a nat 20, you completely avoid the enemy's armor uh, if you can, or you over-penetrate through it, just ruining the armor automatically, and you'll deal double damage like you usually do. Sounds pretty Stuff solid. Like that. Bit mm. hard to explain, but I plan on writing it all down to be actually a lot more understandable and stuff. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I'd definitely open up like a doc or something and just write everything down. Because from what I've heard about tabletop games like that, is there's a lot of like in-depth rules to go into. Well, currently, I actually have a thing for that. I have a whole, uh, just 
DND uh, Discord for it. So all the rules, all the weapons, all the uh, every little thing that I make goes down in there. Hmm. I see. Yeah. Um... This... Yeah. This armor system, actually, uh, funnily enough, is replacing an old armor system I had that was based off armor tiers versus weapon tiers. But I ended up not liking it because it uh, ended up taking too much time, I guess. Some players had a hard time understanding it. And I decided it might be best just to replace it with something a bit easier for people to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, uh, anyways. Um, yeah, I guess circling back to music because I uh, forgot to mention it. I actually have been debating on, and well, I guess I've been debating on for years now, um, making my own music. I tried to get into hip-hop first, um, and of course, mental health is a bitch, and I never actually released anything. Um, lately, I've actually been singing quite a bit, um, everything from like country music to just regular poppy stuff to, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I've just been singing, and it's weird, because, uh, I'm normally extremely self-conscious, but it just kind of disappeared out of nowhere, um, yeah, um, as for other things going on in life, uh, been debating on, uh, doubling down on the YouTube channel, uh, making more gaming content with different people, Obviously, uh, Lily and Red are going to be on the podcast, uh, probably next episode. Um, been debating on doing weight loss surgery stuff as well, so there might be a bit of a hiatus yeah. probably six months from now, if that. Um, yeah, just been vibing. Um, debating on tattoos, more of them. I've currently got a feather on my arm right now. Yes, I want to be absolutely covered, Gabe, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. I, I mean, <laughs> I do too, to be fair. I just don't want to be as covered as you are. And it, it all comes back to one tattoo I want. So all the tattoos I want, I plan on somehow possibly implementing it into one uh, really big tattoo, personally. Yeah. That includes that World Tree thing I mentioned for the, to you before. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned you wanted, like, the world tree on your back or something. Yeah, with a bunch of various worlds, uh, and each one in the world, like, has some other reference or image or something. I don't know, I I'm still thinking about it. I haven't come up with a final design at all. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, and, uh, looking at buying a gun soon probably uh, uh 1911 because thank god nevada's an open carry state i don't need a ccw hell yeah um yeah. i know i definitely also uh probably need some type of sidearm yeah honestly um with how crazy the world's getting um speaking of fucking firearms uh perfect segue actually i didn't even mean to do that um the atf frames and receiver rule uh it's essentially aimed to uh regulate gun parts 
that fall within receivers requiring uh, like serial numbers and whatnot to try and cut down on ghost guns. Um, well, the uh, a Texas federal judge actually vacated that rule. Um, uh, trying to remember the exact specifics of everything. They essentially vacated it under the on the grounds that the ATF um, changed a definition set out by Congress, um, which in effect is a move only a legislative body can make, and the ATF is um, they're only meant to enforce laws, not to legislate them. Um, so, thank God, yeah, honestly, thank God. Because it's always been completely legal to make your own firearms in the U.S. And the uh, the specifics of the frames and receiver law would extremely cut down on that. And it would just be... <sighs> My problem with a lot of the gun laws in the U.S. is... Yes, gun crime exists... Um, in instances like school shootings and whatnot. But for a majority of the gun crime in the United States, it happens in a city that typically has more gun laws. It usually happens with handguns. And it usually happens with unregistered firearms. Because when you think about it, a criminal isn't going to want a registered firearm. It's easily tracked to them. Um, sure, cracking down on, like, gangs and drug dealers and whatnot will absolutely help, but a lot of the legislation makes it extremely hard for, like, gun shops and whatnot to, to reasonably exist. Uh, yeah, for instance, in here it states that the, the maximum, uh, period for record keeping was initially supposed to be 20 years and they wanted to um keep that rule in effect all the way in, until um essentially lifetime like indefinitely they have to keep those records um which is extremely difficult to uh store that many records of that many guns when you think about in some areas, the average person coming into a gun shop is going to own three, four, five, six guns per person. Um, I just don't really think it's the way to go. Uh, personally, the way to go, honestly, to me is uh, cracking down on gangs and whatnot. Fund up the gang units. Um, you know, take out the drug dealers, things like that. Uh, if you yeah. want to solve the school problem, that's a whole nother goddamn issue entirely. You gotta yeah. actually make a goddamn difference in how people feel about school. Yeah, that, to me, that issue comes down to a lot of educational system reform. The education system right now is just not good. Um, it's just... It's made to suck the individuality out of each kid that's there. And it's just a dirty, toxic place. <clears throat> Especially, like, I know Everett was bad, but I'm sure you got the worst of it over at Mariner. 
Oh god, yeah. Don't even get me started. I despise that place. Anyone who genuinely thinks that school isn't a ghetto piece of shit is either high off their mind or paid off. Yeah, no. Um, I can tell you definitely that going to Everett, I would have rather had something on me, on me to protect me. I know that guns aren't necessarily allowed in school zones, and I'm not saying that they should be, but, um, you know, like a taser or something. Like, there was one, at one point, uh, I was walking back with, um, like, two friends of mine from the, uh, the Wendy's down the road at, uh, lunch, and someone purposely, uh, a high school football student, purposely tried to run me down with their van for no fucking reason, filed a police report, police did nothing, and, um, kid got off scot-free, so, you know, um... That sounds about right for today. That, and, uh, that's another thing, is, um, corruption reform for police so they can perform more effectively. Um, yep. like, if someone is nearly purposely ran down with a vehicle, you think you should at least say something about it? Like, ugh, yeah, it's a whole, a whole issue, um... I try to stay as moderate it really as possible. Does also, it really also does depend on where you live. For example, I'm sure the police here in Elko would actually care a lot more. But uh, police in other places, no, they, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, and I think part of the issue is they're so swamped that they can't deal with certain things. Like, Yeah. Yeah, there was just so much it's shit happening ever... over it. It's only ever bigger places that have this problem. If you live in like a small town, the majority of the time, there are exceptions to this rule. But the majority of the time, you aren't going to have all these big issues. Yeah, no, I think a lot of it just comes down to education reform because like sucking the individuality and creativity out of kids is just going to make them all bitter. And, you know, you just, kids with generational trauma and whatnot end up fucking with some kid that can't take it and just so happens their parents own a gun or whatever and they don't keep it locked up and that's just how this shit happens you know yeah. a lot of it's education education um whether it be education reform or um you know education on firearms and uh and then the mental aspect of things treating that as well um before anyone gets a firearm, checking them mentally somehow. Um, and then uh, just mentally checking up on kids rather than the pitiful excuse for counselors that they have right now. Like, I, school counselors, what have they been useful for? Like, every time Literally I've went... nothing. Every time I've went, it's just been them being like, your grades are slipping, what's happening? And I'm like, everything sucks. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like, yeah, no. It, it's just been a whole fucking thing. Anyways, um... Yeah, back to the... The whole thing with, uh... Gun laws. Um... Don't know why it's playing that. I'm pretty sure that's copyright. Uh, going to switch the music back over. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I'm all for common sense gun laws. Like, obviously, you shouldn't be able to just walk in and walk out with a gun without never touching any any gun in your life and no experience. And, you know, uh, you should have to, you know, at least have something mentally checked and make sure you're not, like, a felon. Um, but it is also an issue where in some states that they're attacking the wrong problems it's like oh you know ARs are killing all these people where handguns are 46% of uh, I think it was like 46% of you know violent crime whereas ARs Armalite rifles typically end up being about like 8% right um, yeah. Just really attacking the wrong issues. I, I get your intent is good, but we really need to get to the root cause of everything. You know, issues with illegal guns coming into the country and um, guns with scrubbed uh, serial numbers and things. Uh, criminals, when you really think about it, criminals are not going to want to use a registered gun. And a gun that is registered with a legal owner, that legal owner is not going to want to sell to someone that they believe is a criminal. So it's much harder to get a legal gun than it is to get an illegal gun. You know. Um, yeah, no, I'm just all for common sense stuff. Yeah. No, in, in Nevada, it's kind of kind of interesting here where open carry is considered in plain view so you can still have it holstered but on the outside of your hip as long as it's not on the inside of your waistband so yeah I will say we might have to end this uh, decently soon here some uh, stuff has just come up you know that money we were hoping to get our hands on yeah food stamps because we're broke as shit um well my mom uh, did decide to send us a uh, twenty oh, yeah. to help out. Okay, um, uh, but she has to get it through an account. So, yeah. Uh... By the way, we didn't mention this. Uh, we are, uh, we are, uh, we are, uh, we've made a grave error in certain areas. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> let's just say we ran out of food. A bit, but um. No, nonetheless, uh, I think that is about it for what we've got today. Um, and, of course, in light of certain events, we should probably go handle that. Um, yeah. Nonetheless, we'll probably be back in about a week or so, um, probably with more people. It'll probably be a lot more entertaining. Um, but... Hopefully. I know I know we're not the best, but, like, it, f- it, it can only get better from here. We're fucking awful. Gabe, we're gonna be at the bottom forever. We're gonna we're gonna oh. die broke. <laughs> part out, you said my name, dumbass. Okay, well I'm gonna fucking murder you. Understandable. Uh, I'll just, just cut this entire end out. Yeah, I'll just cut <laughs> I'll cut the end off. Anyways, alright. Um Yeah, I think that's about the end of the show. Um I don't think there's really much else I wanna say. Is there anything else you're trying to say? 
while technically I could have a couple more topics with the stuff in mind, yeah. Uh, not really. Yeah, okay. Well, um, I guess we shall see y'all probably about next week. Uh, we'll probably have Lily and Red here. Maybe Jack will join. Who knows? Um, yeah. It just yeah. depends on who uh, we can get on, what guests we can get on, stuff like that. Yeah. It's really um, going to be people we know. Uh, unless we start, you know, getting bigger or something, we might invite smaller YouTubers, stuff like that. Yeah, invite the homeless guy from on the corner, you know. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you next week.